As Samantha walked down the street, she made her way as fast as she could to a train that she knew she would miss. She'd left the house two minutes late, and she knew that she needed those two minutes to make it up the steps to the M train. While walking, she thought, out of the corner of her eye, she spotted a dollar bill on the ground. She stopped and looked around to see if anyone noticed her noticing the money. There was no one in sight. She got a closer look at the bill. It was, in fact, a $20 bill. She bent over, picked it up, and felt something soft, then looked down at the money, and sure enough, there was poop on the side that had faced the ground. Her day was ruined. She missed her train. Her boss talked to her again about being late as a final verbal warning. It was the worst Tuesday she'd ever had. Well, it is almost Christmas. Hopefully you've done all of your shopping. Let's not wait till the last minute. There's no need when Amazon and Walmart and Target exist online. And for that matter, I probably should have said before Thanksgiving, we should really stop going to store. Like, we as people have to say no more of going to stores on Thanksgiving night, right after you finish your meal at 4 p.m., or on Friday. There's no need. It's online shopping. Let those people stay home with their families because while you're a weirdo and you choose to finish all your food early so that you can go somewhere, there's someone else who has to leave home right after they have provided their family with food because other people refuse to online shop for shame. Good afternoon. Welcome to Bits and Things, where you should find bits for your things and other bits of things, whatever you're looking for. Can I help you find anything today? Oh, me? I'm just looking, but thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm sorry, what was that? It's my pleasure. Like they say at Chick-fil-A. I took that from them, apparently. Makes people feel better when you say that instead of, you're welcome. Oh. Okay. It's interesting weather we're having. Excuse me? I said it's interesting weather we're having. Yes, we've totally destroyed the planet. Quite. Today, it's 55 degrees. But tomorrow, 59 degrees. And then on Monday, 42 degrees. And on Tuesday, 37 degrees. By Wednesday, it's supposed to be 32 degrees. I mean, that that is all over the place. I thought you were going to keep reading the whole week. Of course. By Thursday, it'll be 31 degrees. And then 31 again on Friday. And by Saturday, it'll be 32. And then on Sunday, 39. And then it's going to pick back up to 40 by next Monday. Isn't that something? Robot, what the hell are you doing out here? Ain't nobody out here. 
I was reading the weather to another window shopper. Good. Damn loiterers. Need to take their ass across the street to the mall. Yes. My method seems to be quicker than following around the store and asking if I can help them find anything, and then ultimately assessing whether or not they're stealing. Honestly, I think that talking about the weather should not get all the flack that it does. Like, first of all, <clears throat> we shouldn't be talking to strangers, period. They teach us that as children, and somewhere along the way, everybody forgets it, and they get lonely, and they want to make friends. It is the worst thing ever to be spoken to by a stranger. Haven't you ever been asked for directions before? However... I'm getting off topic. Uh, when it comes to speaking about the weather, I like talking about the weather. So I know how it comes across. Like whenever I bring it up, half, if not more, of the people who I bring the weather up to will generally will give me that look like, the fuck are you talking to me about the weather for? But it's something because we're killing our planet. I was just reading the actual forecast. It's all over the place. From 50 down to 31, back on up to 45, and it's just going to keep going that way. Eventually, it's going to be a hot day in December, if we didn't already have one this week. And we're going to have snow in the middle of summertime. I'm still waiting on my July snow. It's coming. We just keep doing all of the horrible things that the planet can't take. And I, I am old enough. I remember seasons as a child. I remember white Christmases, and you didn't have to live in Montana for that. And when I want to talk about the weather, that's my way of saying, I don't have shit to say to you, but let's engage in conversation. You never know where you can go from the weather. I could be talking to you about how much snow there is outside while we're on the elevator, and then the next thing you know, we're talking about the amount of snow that some players had to play through from last week's game or something feels like a good intro to talk about the buffalo bills if you're talking about snow and see how that works it's the ultimate and people will just shit on it humor me for a second i'm going somewhere with this must must you just turn your back because i mentioned that it's 65 outside that's warm that's warm for december you're supposed to be upset like me but who knows, you know, maybe those people are just destined to die. So, I started uh, watching this YouTube channel, I guess a month, maybe two ago. Uh, Abba and Preach, if you haven't heard of them, I would suggest uh, giving them a listen. However, they have some very strong opinions about women. And if there's one thing that I don't ever want to be confused with... It's some um, misogynist. Like, I don't hate women. I think everybody's equal. Um, that's not going to stop me from having my opinions because, to be honest, A, I would never call myself a feminist. B, I, I don't believe that everything that a feminist says is right just because I agree that women are equal and should be treated as such. Like, sometimes they go way over the edge, and I don't like to call people social justice warriors. However, if I thought 
that someone I was speaking to was a social justice warrior, I'm probably going to end the conversation quickly or quicker than I ordinarily would because a lot of people who I think of like that like to ask people questions knowing that they're not going to hear what they want to hear so that they have permission to attack you. I don't like that. It's kind of like how sometimes other comedians would ask like, oh, what do you think of such and such? And I'm like, ah, they're okay. And they love this person to pieces. So they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, that dude's a god or she's incredible. And I'm like, well, you're allowed to feel that way. That doesn't mean that I have to feel that way. And when you start off with a question that you're already loaded, the gun is behind your back and you're just like, say the wrong thing so I can blow your face away. It's wrong just wrong and so I always hated stuff like that like I don't like the show Insecure so when people ask me about Insecure I don't have much to say because children if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all however there are many people who love the show and there are plenty of other examples but when somebody asks me about that show I'm just like ah, it wasn't for me then they want to know why it's not for me because they love it so much they're like what fucking possible reason could you have don't you love good fucking now don't get me wrong I have done the same thing to people over like and I feel stupid about saying it now like Game of Thrones if somebody told me they hadn't watched it and to my credit I've seen I think the first season of Insecure but people would tell me like, ah, no, I'm not getting into Game of Thrones. And as somebody who caught on late, I had, I had watched the first season of Game of Thrones. Didn't like it. I think I'd watched most of the first season. Didn't like it. Thought it was boring. Years pass. Now we're in season like four or five. And I, I think it was season five because I had just moved to New York when I binged through, I think, the first four seasons. But if the rest of the world likes something and says, this is that new shit, I think that you owe it to yourself to at least see why. Like, I don't like anchovies. I know that because I finally had a bunch on a pizza. It was a mistake, but I had to know. I've tried oysters many, many times and probably around the age of 27 was actually able to hold that little booger flavored delicious treat down because prior to that the texture I was like somebody else's loogie is in my mouth and I just had to spit it out couldn't swallow I tried in front of my family um, but yeah back to Insecure I'm like I don't like that and I know that because I've watched it which is different than ah, I just feel like it's not going to be for me like that's my, my take on The Handmaid's Tale I have no interest in seeing it because I find the woman who stars in it powerfully unattractive. Sorry. And I know how that sounds. That's just the truth. If I think you're fuck ugly, I don't want to see you on my TV because part of me still wants to see beautiful people. I'm so sorry again. But there are also men who I won't watch. Never saw The Elephant Man, the movie. I think William Hurt was behind the prosthetic face or whatever kind of mound of skin they put on that dude. But either way... It's not where I go. It took me a long time to see Slumdog Millionaire. Why? Because I didn't want to... Uh, entertainment is escape. For me, at least. And I don't want to escape to third world countries. It's rare I do. I don't like to escape to history because it's been unkind to people with my skin tone. 
I, I'll never escape into a slavery movie again, unless it's in the vein of like a Django Unchained or The Hateful Eight, something like that, but just a straight up drama about that. I, I've seen countless slave movies. I got it. And if anything, if I really want to be depressed, I'll just open up the History Channel or something and let them show me. I've seen Roots too, and that's a long voyage through slavery. Just Amistad, all those movies, I got it. I'm good. It sucked. And I bet for white people that is nice escapism. It's like if you live in a mansion and you're like, why don't we swing our private jet over the top of the Philippines. I don't know where the lady from 90 Day Fiance in the Philippines, like, uh, oh, excuse me, the family Chantel. If you watch any TLC shows, that lady was living rough and good for her and her family. They all seemed like they were loving it. And, you know, but a rich family could fly past there for escape. Like children, look at these people. Some of them don't even have shoes on. My goodness. All right, everybody. Let's uh, head on back to Fort McMillian's count on ducats but I said all of that to say that I don't like people trying to start an argument with me so I never liked it when people asked me what comics I like which takes me back to the beginning which is I found this channel Avin Preach they're very opinionated great now Google has had me pretty exclusively as far as like Google News Feed and all that goes uh, since like 2007 and I began watching YouTube probably as much as everybody else Pro I, I probably watch YouTube as much as I watch all the streaming channels that we pay for now um, but they've, they've got my data they know me I think that they know me better than I thought they would know me better than they seem to because now because of that it slowly started showing me more videos that um, are filled with men who hate women. And like my wife and I, because sometimes she'll be around and I got to think to myself, like I'll be watching something with a dude who is just blasting. Let's say uh, the video game awards. I did not buy The Last of Us Part Two because it didn't look interesting to me. And I was pretty upset with the direction they chose to go. And it felt like they were kind of cramming their stuff down my throat no thank you love the first game so the first game uh just won a bunch of awards but like it didn't really count because they had the game awards like two days prior that was voted on by millions and millions of video game players slash fans and in those game awards the last of us was winning until hours before they were going to be finished and then out of nowhere, the Ghosts of Tsushima fans, which is an excellent game. I could talk about that for hours. I never expected to love it as much as I do. Um, they got wind because the creative director or just the director of The Last of Us 2 put out a tweet kind of stoking the fire with the haters. And the haters were mostly transphobic, homophobic, didn't like the fact that uh, apparently Joel, the lead dude from the first uh, game, dies early, but we kind of knew that. And it, am I the only one who thought he died in the first game? I, I, I feel embarrassed asking that question, but I'll just put that out there for the dozens and dozens of you. So anyway, 
there's been a lot of, um, I'll call it reporting, but I'm doing air quotes with my fingers, uh, about what I just described. And a lot of it is celebration from the guys that just don't like what Neil Druckmann was trying to do. And they're very excited that Ghost of Shima won, but not because of like how amazing a game it is. They just hate anybody that supports what was happening. Now, again, I did not want to play that game. And I have often said, you can call me transphobic if you want to. I don't hate trans people, but I didn't want to play a game with what appeared to be a trans woman for a long time. I didn't want to play half a game as what looked like a trans woman. I didn't. And, but that's okay. Like, I'm not celebrating Ghost of Tsushima. I didn't even vote. Like, that's how little I care because you got to really hate. Nah, I guess you don't. I could have pulled my phone out and just gone to the website and voted when I was aware of what was going on. But that would have taken effort. And I don't, I don't hate any group of people read <laughs> I meant to say race creed nationality sexual orientation whatever I don't hate anybody because the hate takes effort there are people I hate but it's not based on whatever they are it's I hate them as a person but I'm getting fed all these articles and it kind of feels like a betrayal and here's the thing I hate it because a lot of them, I don't realize I'm listening to incels or something until I'm like almost done with the video. Thus, I have shown their algorithm to keep showing me this crap because I keep watching it. And then when I figure it out, like, okay, I recognize certain people, like they don't put their faces in their thumbnail, but a lot of them use the same art or promotional stuff week to week. And I can point out some of them. And some of them are a lot easier on the ears than others but there are times when I'll be listening to somebody who is just throwing out all of this hateful rhetoric but trying to smooth it real nice because YouTube is like cracking down on language now but I'll be listening and then I like look over at my wife most of the time she's not looking at me but I change it for a lot of reasons but one of them is I would hate if like I were standing near my wife and she was watching YouTube and there was some guy that she was listening to who was just blasting black people. Like I would be standing there like, what does she find interesting about listening to that racist? Like if she started watching Fox news at first, I would think it was just objective curiosity. Like, okay, I wonder what the other side's doing today. I get that to an extent. It's kind of like, paying Donald Trump too much attention back in 2015, 16, we should have stopped. Like you were, it was funny for a second for some people. I never really found it funny, but I didn't watch The Apprentice. And then eventually it went too far and it's like, okay, you're paying too much attention to him now. And next thing you knew, the races had a new dude to lead them into the 2020. And thank God the world woke up the country. But the point is like, there, there's a point where you have to stop because you can't, give in to that curiosity like if i was spewing hate speech nah i was gonna finish that with something nice but i would still want you to listen but the point is like i don't like her sitting there perhaps thinking like what is he listening to this misogynist for 
So, you know, it, it feels like a little bit of a betrayal that Google apparently doesn't know me at all. How long have we been doing this, Google? How long have we been together? You need me to talk to you like Barry White or something? Yeah. Now look here, Google. You and I, we've been through too much together. How many times have you helped me spell a word? How many times have you helped me finish a sentence? How many times have you helped me find out if a porno actress has a Twitter account or not? You're supposed to be my girl. Jacking like you don't even know me, boo. You straight up tripping. I guess what I'm trying to say is the cool points are out the window and I'm all caught up in the game. You got me straight tripping, boo. Hey, Pete. Um, look, it's Tyler, and uh, I was just calling to see if I'd left a picture that I had in my pocket at your place. Um, it's a, it, if you saw it, I'm hoping you didn't throw it away. It's a cat, and it's got, like... I guess a two-foot dick with wild pubic hair. Um, again, if, if you saw it, I, I feel like you would know what I'm talking about. Its dick has got veins running along the sides. It looks like its dick has been working out at, like, Daytona Beach, but it's just a regular house cat. Um, and you might not notice the dick right away because I had to fold it up several times so that I could fit the cat in my pocket I was going to do something with that later and I'm afraid it's gone and I'll never be able to draw it like I did before so if you see the cat with the gigantic penis um, just let me know I uh yeah alright I'll talk to you later man peace Yeah, so I used to have uh, this bit about a cat. And I honestly, I think that I drew the cat before I thought of the bit. Um, I have a picture, and I'm going to do my best to attach it, though it's graphic, so I don't even know if I can do that. Maybe I will blur out the penis and <laughs> use it for the uh, post for this episode. Because it's just... A cat. I, I was in a cubicle. If my boss knew what I was drawing. Um, and I did. I managed to put it up on my cubicle wall for a few seconds. And I took a picture of it, which a friend just found for me. Uh, but yeah, it does make me laugh. There were several pictures. And they all involved dicks. Um, <laughs> that I drew and had up on my wall at some point for like two seconds to take a picture. And I took them down. But it makes me laugh so hard just looking at these pictures like okay so there's Leonard and no I don't know how he ended up being named Leonard the big dick cat but uh I drew him first and and then I uh created this backstory for him it's so nasty looking at it because he just looks like a cat with this very big man dick hanging from him and then there's like a little bit of semen falling on the floor um yeah god i 
haven't looked at this picture in so long and there's so many veins in the dick uh then there were two other pictures uh, that I am so glad my friend was able to send to me. That's the problem with switching from Android or uh, iPhone to Android is I didn't back up all of my pictures because I had like ran out of iCloud space. And so I lost some. I don't notice them until I think about stuff like Leonard the Big Dick Cat. And I'm like, whatever happened to those pictures? And then I go searching and I can't find them. Um, yeah. And then there is a, a bear. The only thing that I know that makes him a bear is his body is huge. I only put hair on his face and then I gave him like a nine foot dick that hits the ground and drags behind him. Also gross. And he's got pubic hair too. Um, and then lastly was a, a warning sign. It says caution. And it's like, think of like a stop sign or something. It says caution dips, dick snapping turtle. And then it's just a turtle with, yeah, he's literally snapping a dick. And there are pieces of glass from the dick over his head. And in one hand, he's got like half your penis that goes to the end. Then on the other hand, he has snapped the shaft from the base. And so he's holding like the end with the pubic hair and a little bit of the shaft on there. I got to find a good way to share those. Um, I have a feeling that they would be flagged for something and taken down nudity, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, and then the story to go along with that Leonard, the big dick cat thing was, um, I was at a friend's house. Bear in mind, this was make believe. This was before I started telling like a bunch of real stories. I went to a friend's house and his cat had this really deep meow, meow. And I noticed that he's got this huge dick, like a dick that's dragging behind him. And he keeps like coming over and trying to get petted and purring and whatnot with the dark growl. And then at some point, I think my hat gets caught in his penis and he ends up dragging my hat by his dick on the ground I'm like Leonard hey it's caught in my hat stop dragging it and then he gives me another like mow and um, yeah for some reason in Virginia that joke was gangbusters not so much anywhere else though honestly I don't think I ever tried to tell it once I moved to New York I knew that that wasn't and I didn't do the joke justice there was a time when I told that like a real joke but that time is like six seven years ago um, yeah I, I just had Leonard the Big Dick Cat on my mind, and I thought I'd share that with you. All right, everybody. Now's the time for most of you motherfuckers to have an ounce of decency. It's the holidays. I don't care if you're Jewish, or if you're Christian, or if you don't believe in anything. What are those Relax. Anyway. I don't know if any of you have planned on doing anything kind for anyone but yourselves, you miserable bastards, but it's time. I see a lot of you walk past the homeless and have nothing to say. You've got change, you cocksucker. Give a little bit, motherfucker. And some of you won't even give them a piece of food, you 
bastard. Do you think that your Jesus is gonna greet you kindly when you show up at the gates with your fucking pockets lined with money when he knows that you walked past those who needed it, you pieces of shit? Do something for somebody other than yourselves or your mother. You probably don't even call them. When's the last time you motherfuckers donated clothes? You know, I go through the trash on this block once a week. You know how many clothes I find in the trash, you put your feces in there, your snot rockets and your dead mice and rats and shit. Take those clothes out of your bags, put them in something else and take them down to the store, you piece of shit. There's all kinds of vintage shops lining the street. You assholes act like you're the only ones having a Christmas. Need I remind you? There are other human beings going through a very difficult time right now. Some people honestly don't know where the fuck they're gonna get their meal from, and that cocksucker over there just walked his dog and let him take a poop and didn't even think about picking it up. I see you. I see you every day. And you walk past me like I won't find you and shove a big mound of dog shit into your underwear. That's what you deserve. Not your shit, someone else's shit. It might be my shit. I see you do it again. That's my justice. I don't have the time for the citizen's arrest. Sorry, that motherfucker made me think about something other than Christmas. I'm no better than you. And you're no better than me. You walk past me on your way to your jobs, thinking that I'm some crazy schmo out here just spitting garbage. I tell you this, I probably don't look anything like Jesus did, but he was probably in my shoes right now, trying to tell you cocksuckers what his father's gonna do to you when he gets down here and realizes you're all human garbage. You hear me? You are all human garbage. Ah, fuck am I talking about, right? Happy holidays, everybody.